Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh. find her. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show, the Wednesday show this week. I see things a little differently. And we have a late, 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 late review of Revolution. Uh, I'm, as I'm recording this, it's actually Monday, but I already had. The, the Elijah Ivory interview all, all interviewed uh, all interviewed <laughs> all packed up and ready to go that that, that had been in the in, in the the holster for a week uh, so I finally just unleashed it uh, today as, actually as I'm recording it but as I was recording this but um I kind of already knew I was gonna do Wednesday but I, I do want to announce this though because I didn't do a cold open I, I was gonna go do a cold open but I wanted to confirm some things first and now those things have been confirmed so I have a bunch of interviews in the, t- the can, like at least two or three. Uh, that should at least three or four, excuse me. And um, those will be coming out the next couple Mondays. Um, so you'll have this Wednesday show, and then after that, we're gonna do two interviews the next Monday, like the upcoming Mondays. And then um, we're 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 definitely doing a review of WrestleMania for sure. Um, a show that on paper is going should be good. Um, and we'll see how that goes. I will say this, the Revolution pay-per-view, it took me by surprise how good it was. I wasn't really too excited for it. I found myself, I don't know, I found myself kind of out of it when it came to the show. It was really weird, um, because I found myself like, ugh, this is a, a missed pay-per-view, and I, and I, and they only have four of them. I just, but I think, I don't think I was the only one. Now, because I'm because I'm a wrestling fan, not a hardcore WWE, not a hardcore AEW fan. I tend to feel this way about both products sometimes. There's like, oh, it's, it's not enough hype into it. It's like Elimination Chamber. I still have not watched Chamber matches on there. I only watched the Sami Zayn, um, Roman Reigns match, and I, I have every intention of going back to watch the, the 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 Chamber matches. I just haven't. I just, I, I, that's how I usually am when I'm not doing the show and everything's being. Um, so tailored to the show i just you know whatever but um before we get into the revolution review um essentially the next couple interviews i i don't know how i'm gonna line them up uh but we have uh, instagram collector uh goes by the name of pretty fig collector i actually don't know her real name um but i'll get all that information before i do the show with her um, I, I just honestly ran into her. Should I do a call open on that? Nah. But either, essentially, the quick version of it is, I just she kept popping up my Instagram feed, and I was like, I was looking at her collection. I was like, she's a diehard wrestling fan, and she's a collector. And as you guys know, I've been trying to get more collectors on. Two collectors wanted to come on, but there was a language barrier, and I said, oh, I just didn't have the time to get a collector and translator. And I was like, I don't know how it would work. So. Kind of had to leave that alone, but she's agreed to come on. I'm actually interviewing her today, uh, later tonight. Also, we have an interview with Trey Alexander that I'm doing today. He was on the Civilized Savage soundtrack, which is out now. The comic book is out now. Please go support. I'll put the link in the description. Um, and uh, he has a track on there called Breathe. Uh, essentially, I just want to 
when I first heard it, I heard two tracks of his. First track I wasn't really feeling, um, and it wasn't, and it didn't have anything, and, and, it, and it didn't just fit the, the theme to me. Um, but when I heard Breathe, I said, Breathe, this has potential. And even though it's the most different of it, I th- well, Backup is the most different of, different of the tracks, but this is a rock and roll track. And I was just kind of like, okay, that's very interesting. Uh, and I like it. I like, this, I like the song. I like the message of the song. Uh, I, I'm going to dig into where, where he gets his motivations from, et cetera, et cetera. And then we have Samuel L. Leon, um, who contributed back up i'm gonna figure out a way to how to how i'm gonna balance all this out so i will figure it all out as time as, as, as the time comes for me to do that um and i'll let you guys know what order they'll come in or you just you know subscribe and check it out that's always another way to do it too so yeah anyways um let's get to this AEW revolution review so none of the results surprised me None of them. It surprised me how good it was with the limited build. The build has been... I don't care what anyone says. The build has been god-awful. We legit had spooky segments to promote the Trios Championship match. Um, what else do we have going on? Uh, not much. <laughs> that's the, I'm just going to leave it there. But this was an excellent show. And... All these pay-per-views have to be excellent because they're four, you know, and I don't ever want them to go. I know they're going to evolve. I know eventually there's going to be more pay-per-views. I don't actually need them to evolve to 12 a year. I'm okay without doing that. Um, well, technically, I guess you could say it's five because the rumors are out. I mean, there's no rumors. It's pretty much fact now. Um, when you look at some uh, pay-per-views, upcoming pay-per-views, on certain subscribers, uh, Forbidden Door 2 is on there, so we're, we're getting Forbidden Door 2, but that's also like a joint pay-per-view, so it's not just the AEW thing, if that makes any sense, so I, I can do that, but these shows have to be awesome, but the build was just terrible, obviously the best built-up uh, match was without a shadow of a doubt, the, the main event, um, and some people are saying this is the greatest Iron Man match of all time. Not 60-minute match, because there's been plenty of 60-minute matches in the history of wrestling. We, we just know you can count them all, right? But Iron Man match, some people are saying that. I need to watch it a few more times. Um, but let's... How do we start? Let's just start there. Um, the Blackpool Combat Club, the remnants of it, because I don't even know this going to be a thing anymore, because if you think about it, you have Brian Danielson who hasn't really been an f- official member for months. Um, John Moxley, who was side-by-side side with these guys, he's kind of on his own. Claudio is a champion in ROH. He's going to be focusing on ROH. It's clear the main event they're going there now. If you don't know, the main event for that Supercar Ryan show is Claudio versus Eddie Kingston, who last week quit AEW to go to ROH and feud with Claudio. Yuta is the pure champion, so you have half the members of Blackpool Combat Club, excuse me, that are members of the RH roster, which we we knew this was coming, we knew this was happening. Um, so it's not surprising, but John Mox is overdue for a heel turn. He's been in AW for three years. Um, he's already showing signs of it, but the fact that him and Danielson both tapped, that's different for them, especially for Moxley. 
Brian Danson loses too much. Brian Danson and Jericho are two of the most dope. I'll say this. Jericho, Danielson, The Rock are the three probably most selfless wrestlers of all time. They are more than willing to lose when it's time. I'm sure they've played the politics game before too, but usually when they're playing politics games, it's to eventually lose. Like, it's like never the end game for them to win. And even Danielson, in an interview with some outlet, I don't remember the outlet, he said, he said something to the effect of his favorite um, all-time match in WWE is the Kofi Kingston match, which he lost. <laughs> um, he hated the way Kofi lost the title, but he said that was his favorite all-time match. And, um, and my first thought was that, think about that. You have so many people like... Flair, Hogan, who politic literally their entire career and just and they and they still can't get enough. It still has to be about them winning and stuff like that. It's just amazing to me how that even works. You know. But anyways, I thought this was a really good match. Um I, MJF, boy oh boy, he 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 loves to play, um, he loves to play with fire, man. Him taking that mother's water and throwing it in the kid's face, holy shit. Uh, I don't mind it, you know, if someone's got, not, not going to take that too well. And uh, Tony Khan was asked about that in the post-media scrum. And uh, he said, uh, he, he knows the kid's name, so so they clearly went to go make sure the kid was okay and that he knew that he was a part of the show. And, and, I, will, and I, I will say this. For me standing in a line last year in Detroit to see how many little children that have to be 9 to 10 years old with their parents that are just more than willing to take the abuse from NGF and dish it out. I, I can't say I'm really too surprised. And I'm just like, awesome, you know? So... It's not hard. If someone, if someone told me later on this was a plant, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it was, though. But, um, boy, oh boy, he loves playing with fire. Um, I thought this was a... Dude, first of all, they went over 60 minutes. I think they went like 65 minutes. Um, eventually, the 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 oxygen mask... Oxygen tank, excuse me, I was introduced, was uh, played, a, played a part into it, where he used it on Brian Danielson... Then ends up tapping to the lapel lock. Brian doesn't tap very well. Brian usually passes out. This time he tapped because uh, he had nowhere to go. So it's one of those things where, I mean, look, here, if you're going to put someone over, you put them over. And and I will say, and Danielson's never had a problem putting people over. That's clear. Um, too much sometimes, as I said. But what a win for MJF. Now he's going to be unbearable on TV. Obviously, the next challenger to that title at Double or Nothing, which has officially been announced now. And, and you know what? I need to go to one of those shows. I probably should try try to go to one of those. I probably should try to go to one next this year. Anyways, uh, before my, my my shit goes, before I make the move I'm gonna make. Um, but I think it's clear that Hangman Adam Page is next up for it. Him and Moxley had a, a hell of a match, bloody, violent, all the above. Um, he ends up wrapping a chain around Moxley's neck. Moxley can't get free, so Moxley has to tap out on his own shoulder. Moxley does not tap out. I think it's the first time he's ever tapped out in AEW. I don't know if I've ever seen even seen Moxley tap out in WWE. So that's two huge statements for these guys uh, putting over AEW talent, like originals, air quotes, no air quotes, because no air quotes. Um, 
but that was those two things are huge. Uh, we also had the, the the trios titles change hands, which I think was the least surprise. Some people like were very surprised that the elite ha- I, the elite don't need them. The elite don't need them, dude. Like I get those trios desi- titles were designed for the elite to hold them first, but they don't need them. You know, um, they've had two tower reigns with them now, first two time champions. Um, but the House of Black needed this. The House of Black needed some direction. And the way they won them was fantastic. You have uh, the Bucks going for the Meltzer driver. Uh, I think it's Matt. That, no, it was Nick. It was Nick that was in the air to do the flip. And boy, oh boy, did Buddy Matthews catch him with a freaking knee that was sent from the heavens and put him down to hell. Holy crap on a cracker, Batman. That was tough to watch. Um, that was great to watch, too. Um, that was about our trio champions. So now we have some direction for them. Hopefully now we can see, there's so many different things we can see from the House of Black that we couldn't see from the Elite. Because the Elite, for as much as they put on great matches, we know for the most part they're going to win. House of of Black, it could be like having when you had Pac and the Lucha Brothers as trio champions. It, It feels different. It just feels different you know um and plus we need to get kenny omega back doing singles matches that's what we really fucking need if we're being honest um but either way it was a good match um the four-way tag team championship match was no surprise dan Housen was in there to take the pin he took the pin at the end of it uh, the gun club uh said they did the greatest of all time etc etc then ftr who reportedly this whole thing with their contracts has been storyline and apparently they have signed long-term deals to be with AEW. And they are back, and it's time to put them... The focus was on them last year everywhere else but AEW. They literally held gold in almost every other promotion you could hold gold in. AAA, ROH, uh, who else? AAA, ROH, and New Japan. It's time to put those AEW Tag Team Championships back on them. You can keep the gum club with those titles... Till double or nothing. If you want to do a special uh, paper uh, wrestling show, or if you have a battle of the belts or something like that, you can do that as well. But I'm telling you right now, those belts should be back to uh, FTR very, very soon. So good to see those guys. Um, what else are we talking about here? Um, like I said, it wasn't many surprises. It was just an awesome show to watch. Ricky starts to fear Chris Jericho. During the press scrum, he said he's looking forward to jumping the line and getting a shot at Max uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF, the world champion. Um, Wardlow put Samoa Joe to sleep with his own Kokina clutch. Now he's a two-time TNT champion. During Wardlow's press conference, um, Hobbs said he was cashing in his, his ring and uh, his Sonic ring, and he's going to fight him this Wednesday. So that's going to be an awesome fucking match. Hobbs versus Warlow for the TNT Championship. Uh, unfortunately, Hobbs is not going to win, but this is Hobbs needs this. Hobbs is too good to be on the sideline. Um, what else do we have? What else do we have? I think that's pretty much it because, like, I mean, everything else is everything else was good. Everything was good on the show. There was, well, I guess if you want to talk about the, the women's match, Hater, Ruby, and uh, Soraya had a good match. In the end, Ruby gets rolled up by by Jamie Hayter. Uh, Hayter tries to endorse her. Ruby ends up turning heel, joins the Outsiders. Um, 
So uh, now we have to see who joins the the homegrown team. Um, I can care less about the storyline. I think it's I don't know where it came from. That's probably the most annoying thing about this entire situation is that I have no clue where this stupid thing came from. One minute, um, Soraya's a face. Next minute, they're spray painting shit and it's NWO inspired and just super, super weird shit that I don't fully understand and don't get and I actually don't even fucking care about. So really weird, really fucking weird. Um, but that did happen. And look here, I'm happy Ruby's on the show. Like, Ruby's too good to not be on the fucking show. Let's just get that out the way. And she has not been on the show. I guess she had an injury, but, like, even then, they weren't really using her well. Um, so, I I don't get it, but whatever. Either way, it was an awesome show. My quick thoughts on what do I see happening next. I see Hangman versus MJF. I don't know what you do with Brian Danielson. I have no clue what you do with him. Uh, but this is where you have to start over now. Those stories are now over. Him and Moxley now are back to square one. And do they team up again? You know, and and, and 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 come together and you put them in the tag team division? I don't know what you do. Um, but I don't know where they go. You know? Um, and I kind of like that. Because, like I said, this, this, this out, these outcomes had to be what they were. But at the end of the day, it's like, hmm, where are, you, where are we going with this now? It has me actually more intrigued. So, anyways, that was my revolution review. I enjoyed the show. Um, as I said, the next couple weeks... We have a couple interviews, then we have the WrestleMania review. So we're gonna be on Mondays, not not Wednesdays, but Mondays for for, for right now for for this next month. And then uh, I may go back into hibernation, <laughs> uh, and you guys will get announced. But people, who, like I said, I appreciate all the follows. I've gone up a lot on Instagram, and I know that's because you guys have been following me on there, and you guys have been loyal to that. So I appreciate that. So either way, man, enjoy the shows, enjoy the content. Enjoy this road to WrestleMania now. We were on the road to Revolution. Now we're officially not derailing ourselves from that. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Let's get it. So this is a show. I can see things a little differently. I am a little chemical, and I am out.